Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. We're on a car ferry. We're going from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan to the Lower Peninsula, back and forth. At some point in the Upper Peninsula, they developed the Sioux Locks, which was a joint venture between Canada and the United States. Lake Superior is higher than the rest of the lakes, so uh, you need a series of locks in order for the boats to come down. To this day, the Sioux Locks is an intricate part of the Upper Peninsula. There's other businesses up there in the Upper Peninsula. Shipping is the big thing but railroads that lead to mining. Uh, Marquette, Michigan is one of the main hubs for railroad repair, railroad maintenance. It's one of the central places for the railroads to deposit whatever they have into the shipping lanes. On the car ferries, there is, uh, without much notice, a great team of workers working they have uh, consciousness that they have people that they're uh, helping. Uh, there's a sense of politeness and organization around them. But people who are taking the ferry uh, many times uh, are enjoying the scene. They're enjoying the water, the boat, everything about the whole trip is very enjoyable. Even though there's task-orientedness in the employees. They take the time to be generous with uh, the people who are uh, taking the ferry across. We have a plan to show you through the stories the many aspects of God's delivering power, how he has done that throughout past, present, and future times. All through the stories are woven the promises of God, our failure, God's promises. I had a small group. It had somewhere near 40 people involved, and we had somewhat of an average of attendance of 15-plus people at each one of these teachings. Uh, it lasted for 10 weeks. Uh, it was a teaching that covered a lot of ground. We're going to be looking at Jesus feeding the 5,000, the storm in the Sea of Galilee, the demoniac who's delivered, the pigs that are drowned in the sea, and the man who's left to evangelize. This will be the conversations we have during this time. In Matthew 14, 13 through 21, they do not need to go away, Jesus said to his disciples. You give them something to eat. And they came back and they said, why don't you have the people organize themselves and set on the grass? And they came back and said, we have found five loaves and two fishes. 
looking up to heaven, Jesus gave thanks and he broke the bread and the fishes. All 5,000 ate and were satisfied. And there were 5,000 between and even more because of the women and children that were there. There was feeding of the 5,000 at this point, and later on there was a feeding of the 4,000. We're talking about enormous provision. Provision is the subject matter of what we'll be talking about. It's God's provision. The disciples later on seemed to understand that Jesus was the provision. But they seemed to understand and sometimes not so much. Hebrews 4.1 Therefore, since the promises of entering into rest still is with us, be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of that rest. Provision is in the Christian life. Provision enters into the, in, as we enter into rest, the rest is found in Exodus 33 and 34. And in Hebrews, it says the rest is still stands and belongs to each one of us. We're talking about provision. Rest in many situations, many conditions, yet it's open to us today, given us the covenant promises of Abraham. So rest is a part of our lives. Rest is what we can have in the Lord. These promises are confirmed by King David in 1 Kings 5.4. But now the Lord, my God, has given me rest on every side, and there is no adversaries or disasters happening. Rest is found in Jesus. A shoot will come out of the dry ground, a stump out of Jesse. His root and branch will bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord rests upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he will judge by what he sees with his eyes or decides by what he hears with his ears. But righteousness will be, he will judge the needy. And with justice, he will give decisions for the poor on the earth. He will strike the wicked. The righteous will be the belt, faithfulness, the sash around his waist. Salvation is the rest of God. When a person is born again, they have the capacity to walk into peace and rest into a tranquil state. When that state is shaken, then we need to assess where we're at. Jesus' work is a finished work. As it was said in creation, the Lord worked for six days and he rested on the seventh. There is a rest available for all God's people. You can have a rest in your soul. We're called to that rest. We have an opportunity to enter into the rest. Joshua 
in the book of Joshua had rest in all the land of Canaan. It was a practical rest. In Psalms 95, 7 through 8, gives an illustration that there is a continuing invitation to rest. For he is our God, we are his people, his pasture, the flock in his care. Today, if you could hear his voice and do not harden your heart as in the day of Meribah as it was in the wilderness. Hebrews 4, 7. Rest is still working. It will have it having its place. God again sent a certain day, calling it today. This is this he did when long time ago, later he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted. Today, if you hear his voice and do not harden your hearts, Israel had conditional rest. It was based on their actions. In Hebrews 4.10, there's a Sabbath rest, a rest from labor. For anyone who enters into God's rest, also rest from their works, just as God did from his. It's a place of inward peace where the turmoil is removed. In our day, salvation is because Jesus finished the work. He entered into his rest. He's seated at the right hand of Father God in heaven, making intercession for us. The reason we can have rest is because God's generosity in sending Jesus. We enter into his rest by applying faith. We hear him, the saved, and even the backslide can hear. The believers rest and an outcome of what they cannot see. Rest is provision. Provision is what we have from the Lord. Provision is profound. It gives us opportunities to expand our thoughts and the things of the Lord working in us. Be encouraged that the Lord has a place of rest and peace for you. No matter what your situation is, no matter how deep you think your burden is, God has a point of rest and provision for you. So, brace yourself. In Jesus' name, receive it now. Right now, in Jesus' name, receive it now. Take it in. Provision and rest is your portion. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.